Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day, there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And I am so excited about my guest today. Not only is he a fellow C-suite networker, you know, we love our C-suite network folks, but we're going to be talking about something that is absolutely positively, maybe the most critical part of doing business. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say we all do it wrong. (laughs) <laughs> and and so, you know, let me go ahead and introduce my guest and then we will jump into this because now that I've piqued your interest, I think we're going to gonna have a great time. So please join me in welcoming Per Schofers to our program today. Welcome, Per. How are you doing today? Thank you so much, Deb, for having me on the show. And I'm, I'm looking forward to this conversation. And, and um, you're, you're, you're right. Not everybody's made doing pricing wrong, but many, many does. Right, you know? right. Yeah. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you, and then we will dive into this. Sure. So you are known as the Price Whisperer. Mm-hmm. I love it. You've even trademarked that. You are the Price mm-hmm. Whisperer. You are a thought leader and author in everything pricing and how companies can use pricing to drive higher growth, sales volume, and profits. Mm-hmm. Pear is a sought-after speaker for various conferences. He appears regularly on podcasts and business radio shows, and he gets routinely quoted in the financial and business press. Yep. So, you know, short bio, long career, and all sorts of distinguished um, things that you have done. But tell us, I always like to know a little bit more about how it is that my guests got to where they are today. So tell us a little bit more about that. Well, the the um, it's it's a it's a story here, and 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 I had a uh, first of all um, one of the reasons I'm calling myself the price whisperer is is not the, I didn't invent it, mm-hmm. I was called the price whisperer okay. so many times that uh-huh. I decided you just to, finally said what the heck <laughs> yeah exactly yes and the the um, the, the you know because you know because I've been helping so many companies with with their pricing challenges. And um, but the background here is that um, I um, uh, I ran a couple of companies before I moved here to the U.S. in the mid '90s, and um, and uh, when once I moved here, I, um, I I ran several companies as well. Um, and in these instances, we did experiments with pricing. Mm-hmm. Um, some of those experiments were very successful, meaning that next quarter revenues are up twenty five percent. Um, and some were complete duds. Mm-hmm. And um, and what I had learned in business school and could read about pricing was so theoretical and so mm-hmm. academic that it was it, it was useless. Right. It didn't help us in any way understanding why some of those experiments worked or not. So 14 years ago, almost 15 years ago, I, um, when I decided I, I was too old and too opinionated to be a hired gun, mm-hmm. I, I, <clears throat> I said to myself, how about develop a process that would make every pricing experiment a success? Okay. 
right? And 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 that is the process we're using. Mm-hmm. Um, and in in short, it's about using <coughs> um, online market research that is very different than what you will get from a market research firm. Okay. And from that, we can predict sales volume and revenue at different mm-hmm. prices. Obviously, if you know how price affects sales volume and how mm-hmm. price affects revenue, you can set the right price. Mm-hmm. Out goes guesswork. Mm-hmm. Out goes looking at a competitor mm-hmm. who is guessing, right? And <clears throat> but that's just the first step in in the process. Um, but but it's it's worked. We we helped. I don't know seven hundred, just under seven hundred fifty companies, and and. Um, probably 3,000 products or 4,000 products mm-hmm. or something like that, or services, I should say. Right. So. Yeah, and as I said, pricing, I think, is something that almost every business gets wrong. Yes. Um, you know, and, and you've written a great book. As we record this, it's not quite yet out, but it yes. will be very soon. So, yes. you know, folks, you can, can look for that. But it's called The Price Whisperer, A Holistic Approach to Pricing Power. Yeah. And... It's it. Oh, my gosh. It is a very detailed book on how to be doing all of this. But, you know, I think that the biggest takeaway that, that you know, I, I got from the book really is that we, we do it wrong. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, obviously, when we do it wrong, we either leave money on the table. So we're yep. pricing things too low or we we don't make enough. And then we go out of business or, you know, yeah. we, we have other problems. Mm-hmm. So why is it that you think that, you know, that, that we, and, and, I, you know, I think our pricing model for many people is guess, uh, throw a, throw a thing at a dartboard. I mean, you know, yeah. it really is something where people, they, they don't sit down and think about it. And why do you think that is? Uh, well, first off, um, let me, <laughs> let me sh- uh, share some statistics, which I think is interesting. Okay. The um, uh, we we did a, a study uh, a few years back when we asked um, a statistically significant number of American CEOs. Mm-hmm. Well, first first off, the the any company runs from profits, eh, or from right. cash, right? right. Mm-hmm. And and cash comes either from the operation or from investors mm-hmm. from nowhere else, you right. know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 <clears throat> and if you. Um, if you look at the cash, which is profits, the 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 every any company has profits are only um, uh, there's only three variables that that change mm-hmm. profits, you know, and it's it's um, it's the cost, it is the sales level of whatever you sell, and it's the price of whatever you sell, right? And so we asked um, a statistically number of, of a significant number of American CEO, which of these three affects profitability the most? And 82% said sales volume. Hmm. Which kind of makes sense. Sell more, make more. Well, that's true. But also your cost goes up, right? Mm-hmm. Because right, you yeah. sell more. You're making more, so you have more costs to make them. But price, it just it just changed the top line. Mm-hmm. And and let me give you a couple of recent examples of of people who were grossly underpriced. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, we did what I, I you know the process of going out measuring what people are actually willing to pay mm-hmm. for the for 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 the product. And in this case, um, it was a uh, it's a it's a consumer service company. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, 
we took them from um, uh, 200 million to 250 million annually mm -hmm. in three weeks. Mm -hmm. Wow. <laughs> With no change in cost, mm -hmm. right? Another is a, um, is a membership organization, mm -hmm. small, smaller company. Uh, we took them from about 15 million to 35 million in six mm -hmm. weeks. Wow. Yeah. No change in cost. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and, 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 uh, and, and this is the beauty. Um, mm -hmm. And it's sort of funny because you, again, you mentioned uh, my book and I, I also have a masterclass on, on the, on, mm -hmm. on the website and I do this um uh one day seminars for companies also on on teach them how to run pricing and um i reached out to some of my prior clients on uh, to get endorsements for the book you know they read it and they wrote something mm -hmm. nice and one client um a prior client he he wrote he wrote that uh, your teachings pair took us from 100 million to over a billion Whoa! Did you say, "Excuse me, I think I need a cut." <laughs> <laughs> I um, I almost did. <laughs> I'm sure I'm going to get more business from now. And and that's no. actually more value. And of course, their testimonial is incredibly yeah. valuable. Yeah, and 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 this is the power of pricing. And and what I'm talking about in the book. Um, Again, um, the book is also called The Price Whisper. And, and, and that is the, the key is to take that holistic view on pricing mm -hmm. because pricing doesn't live in a vacuum. Right. Everything you do in your company affects pricing mm -hmm. or affects what you can charge. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and this means that, um, to, to really gain the maximum effect of pricing. Um, a company need to understand which customer profile are the most desirable. Mm -hmm. Means not only those who, who are most willing to buy your product or service, mm -hmm. but those who are willing to pay the highest prices for it. Right. Okay. So they're the most profitable company mm -hmm. uh, customers. Mm -hmm. Then, likewise, understanding what product features, functions, or, or benefits, um, or of course services. Um, that also leads to the highest mm -hmm. um, revenue mm -hmm. and profits. Right. So those are the ones you want to focus on. Mm -hmm. Focusing on the, the the marketing channels and marketing messages that leads to the highest sales volume and revenue. Mm -hmm. Focus right. on the 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 sales methodology and the sales um, um, uh, messages and so forth that leads to mm -hmm. the highest revenue. And then, of course, have a uh, segment and uh, and discriminated um, pricing strategy that minimize friction and maximize mm -hmm. revenue. Right. That's why this makes that's 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 how you have a holistic view. Mm -hmm. It's not just pricing as a number. Right. And and I think I think so many people do think of it as just the number. Yeah. Um. You know, I, many folks look at what their competitors are charging. Oh yeah. And figure we're going to charge a little bit more or a little bit less or yep. exactly the same. Yeah. And, you know, the, the problem with that is, of course, you know, first of all, do your competitors have their price right? You know, yeah, exactly. and, and as we said, you know, probably not. Probably but not. more important, you know, there's so many other variables that are in it. You know, unless mm -hmm. you are providing the exact same thing 
and you're, and everything else is exactly the same, then you shouldn't be basing it simply on your competitors. You know, they might have more costs, less costs, you know, you know, more value, less value, yeah. all of those things. And so, you know, it's, it's something that I think people should consider. I mean, you don't want to charge $10 when your competitors are charging a hundred because then people go, no. oh, there's no value in that. Why would we want that? Um, but, you know, so you, you do need to know competitor pricing, but yeah, it's, it shouldn't be the only place that you're using to set your price. Yeah, you you absolutely um, <clears throat> you absolutely need to know competitive pricing if you can. You know, if, many times if you're in B two B, right? Sometimes you often, can't find it, especially no, if it's exactly. a service. You know, you you can't find out what it is. The 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 thing that really spurred me to do this was that I was um, um, I was um, CMO for a, a, a data storage company. Um, we, we we had these massively scalable um, data storage systems. Um, and uh, pricing was not part of my my um, short travel at the time. It was done by uh, the strategy officer. Mm -hmm. And um, what he did was, A, try to figure out um, competitors' mm -hmm. prices, mean, meaning that we went to um, uh, friendly cu customers, joint customers, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And the best, first of all, they don't want to tell what the, what the competitor charge, hey. you know? Mm -hmm. But sometimes we could get a, a a price list, but it was always incomplete, or it was last year's, or mm -hmm. it was uh, maybe the international price list, or you know something that um, was incomplete. Mm -hmm. um, then, because it's it was data storage in in that industry, there's sort of you know uh, the 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 sort of cents per megabytes or gigabytes or mm -hmm. whatever it was at the time. Um, and and so so then we came up with a price, mm -hmm. and to to then um, that was on a very shaky background because mm -hmm. it was based on incomplete information, mm -hmm. and then on top of that uh, shaky um, price came a fluff factor mm -hmm. because the company said we're a little better than competition, so right. therefore we oh, add yeah. that the, the fluff brag factor. factor. We're better yeah. than them, and it was it was, and then of course in the end. Um, um, Salespeople were sent out and set and and with instructions to take the deal at any price. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it didn't matter what you'd done. Just matter. make the sale. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was sixty-eight million dollars were were invested in the company, and they got nine million dollars back in the when in an asset sale. Oops. Of the <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. So, so, yeah. and that said, this really spurred me that, that I, I said to myself that I needed to take my interest in pricing, my long-term interest in pricing, mm -hmm. and actually do something with mm -hmm. it to make sure that the, there is a better process than, mm -hmm. than what this particular company used. So. Right. You know, and, and when I was reading your book, I was taking mm -hmm. all these notes and thinking, oh my gosh. And so I'm just going to kind of randomly start jumping through stuff. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, and it was, it was interesting. I was having a conversation just yesterday with a friend of mine and she was saying she, yeah, she didn't know if she had priced what she did right. Yeah. And she is a service provider. Mm -hmm. um, and she said, you know, she couldn't get any information on what her competitors did because mm -hmm. it was personalized for each person she works with. Mm -hmm. So she couldn't say, okay, this one does this and this one does this. So I should pick the middle or you yeah. know anything like that. Yeah. But she also... You know, and after reading your book, what I told her, I said, I don't think you're, I said, I don't care what you're pricing at. 
I don't think you're high enough. And she was a little perplexed. And I said, you are providing what I would consider to be a luxury service. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So not something that, you know, every, every, you know, Tom, Dick and Harry and Jane are going to buy. This is Mm -hmm. something that people are, are, you know, willing to pay more for. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I kind of knew this, but your book obviously, you know, brought it home was the fact that if, she didn't charge very much. The people who were expecting it to be a luxury item wouldn't buy it because they didn't see that she was was a good enough value, a high enough no. value. I'm no. not quite sure how to say that. Yeah, well, uh, I think we've all been there. You know, we 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 either physically or figuratively hold something in our hands and say, I kind of want to buy this, but right. it's so cheap that it can't be any good. Right. Even if you it know? is good, there's yeah, that little it, voice yeah, in your exactly. head that says it's going to break <laughs> or, or something. Mm-hmm. Let me uh, let me tell you a story about that. Another um, uh, customer, they the uh, what they have is a, is a phone system up in the cloud. So they sell business to business. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the research and the measurement of what they're, market was willing to pay show that they were grossly underpay um mm-hmm. underpriced so we mm-hmm. said you can quadruple your prices mm-hmm. right um and they did so not not overnight over right about oh a, they didn't scare everybody half to death yeah, but, mm-hmm. uh, over about a nine month period mm-hmm. you know but two things happened and the first thing was that um their sales volume went up with 25 percent wow mm-hmm the second thing that happened, and I'm using the, the technical term the CEO used when he, he he told me about this. He said, and we got rid of the bottom feeders. Right. Mm-hmm. So our customer mm-hmm. support costs have gone down with 80%. Right. Because the bottom feeders often complain the most, yep. bitch the most, I yep. mean, want the most customer support, all of those various things. They're the but most they, difficult to deal with in they, many they, cases. Price-sensitive customers. Mm-hmm are there only because of your low price. Mm-hmm. They don't learn your product. Right. Okay. Uh, they don't care about your company. Mm-hmm. They are not loyal because as soon as there's a cheaper alternative. Right. They're going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and whereas with the, with, the, with the more professional customers that this company has, mm-hmm. that's, you know, now they could start to grow and, you know, they're doing really well now. Right. And, and, um, and the first thing was getting pricing right. Mm-hmm. right. So, so it's it's uh, it's it's. I think. I mean, I've done this for a while now, and I think it's fascinating because mm-hmm. it makes such a big difference, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's why I wrote the book, you know. Well, and in the book, you talk about really sometimes it's not a big difference. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. tripling a price, you know, obviously there's yeah. it depends on what it was, but sometimes it's a small increase makes a huge difference. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's I mean, a, a, a tripling or quadrupling or price is very unusual, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, but um, it, it, and sometimes you, 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 you actually, um, you actually want to lower prices on some products. Mm-hmm. If you have right. a, a suite of products, you, you want to lower prices on some, you want to mm-hmm. increase prices of some, and some may want to stay where they are, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 but the, <clears throat> going back to this holistic view is, is about understanding on who are the customers you're going to target to sell to, right. what are you going to sell to them? Mm-hmm. How are you going to message is, 
how what is the 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 the, the sales strategy and the 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 pricing strategy mm -hmm. to 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 create that holistic mm -hmm. understanding of how you can take a company to the next level mm -hmm. right you know so that's that's the beauty of pricing i believe mm -hmm. you know yeah years ago i worked for a, a firm in colorado and it unfortunately has has gone out of business but the the and it was a, a marketing and pr firm and and mm -hmm. we never told people we you know we never posted pricing mm -hmm. because it varied depending yep. on who we were working for mm -hmm. which you know we were able to do i mean some things like walmart can't do that mm -hmm. um but you know a high end boutique might be able to mm -hmm. but i remember the the owner of the firm you know i i was you know, fresh out of school and it was a great place to learn. And one of the things he told me was charge what the market will bear. And I was just thoroughly confused by that, you know, because yeah. I thought, okay, you had to be like Walmart and you set your price and, and that was it. And there was no negotiation or anything. And his point was, if say we were going to be working for a, a, a law firm, mm -hmm. a high end law firm that charged mm -hmm. 150 an hour. Yeah. If we said, it, it goes back to the conversation I was having with my friend yesterday. If we said, okay, we're only going to charge 50 an hour, they might go ahead and work with us, mm -hmm. but they might not respond on time when we asked them to, you know, all these various things, because again, they devalued it. Mm -hmm. If we charge them 150 an hour, they went, ooh, Oh, there, there are kind of people. Um, yep. But if we were, say, working for a nonprofit, then our our rates would be greatly reduced. Yep. But we also, in many cases, provided less services mm -hmm. to them. And and I think that's mm -hmm. one of the things that people forget is, you know, if if you're fluctuating your price, you can do you know things and say, okay, well, I'll do it for less, but you're going to get less. Yeah. But, but I mean, what you described in a way is is price segmentation and discrimination, mm -hmm. and and um, but you <laughs> you aged yourself, you know. I did. I know. A, 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 lawyer, a lawyer for one hundred fifty bucks an hour. Is I pretty, know. Yeah. yeah, you're not you're not going to want one of those, right? For most things, that's and, their and, that's their uh, clerk or their yeah uh -huh. yeah no no yeah I think even paralegals are charging more at the, mm -hmm. this right. this stage, you know. But but you're absolutely right, and this is what what companies. Need Need to um, understand that mm -hmm. they need to have segmented and differentiated uh, pricing strategy for different mm -hmm. customers, right. and they also, you know, um, the 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 um, you talked about looking at competitive prices, mm -hmm. and <clears throat> the the um, the circumstance around a purchase is going to lead to different um, willingness to pay, mm -hmm. right? And and as a um, as a as a as a seller, this is something that you should um, mm -hmm. benefit from. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm using this as an this story as an illustration, you know. And and say that um, say that you're you're you, you know you're you're running low on gas, right? Mm -hmm. And you're on the um, um, you're on the way to the hospital with with a sick child, mm -hmm. right? Your willingness to pay to fill up is going to be much higher than if you're on the way to the in-laws, right? right? Mm -hmm. You know, because the circumstances. Even if you like the in-laws, <laughs> even if you like them, yes. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and 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 that means 
um, if if you're selling a, a you know physical goods and you know you have um, um, you know maybe rapid um, um, you know you you charge for rapid delivery mm -hmm. you charge extra for rapid delivery um, you you can charge extra for for um, all various things when 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 there's urgency right mm -hmm. um, and 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 then having discounted versions of, of the same thing when there is no urgency. Right. Right. But this needs to be managed and monitored. Um, um, again, an example here of a, of a client who said they, they, they were selling specialty lamps of all, you know, the kind of lamps you have to drive the, 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 um, um, the, the 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 screens in the cockpit of an airplane, you know? Oh, okay. So oh, very specialized. specialized. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And 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 the CEO of this uh, fairly small company said, "All right, so we had this one customer. Mm -hmm. They they bought a thousand of these laps, mm -hmm. right? And they got the thousand, you know, the, the discount for a thousand, right? Ten percent off or whatever, yeah, whatever mm -hmm. it was, you know. And then six months later, they came back mm -hmm. and ordered a hundred laps, mm -hmm. and they got the same price, right? No, should, no." no. <laughs> they, and and th there is a process that you companies want to make called um, a prize waterfall, mm -hmm. where in in a company you go through the entire process from um, from order to money in the bank, mm -hmm. and look at each stage, mm -hmm. and 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 you want to find out in each of the stage is there room for a mistake here. And right. if so, how yeah, can we up or down? Mm -hmm. Exactly, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because there was obviously somebody who, um, j just by probably being lazy, mm -hmm. said, "I'll just make a copy of the last invoice." Mm -hmm. And and yeah, they the paid ten amount. bucks. They're going to pay ten bucks no matter what. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so, but there need to be a process for this, mm -hmm. right? And and this process is always going to be different, and it's going to change with mm -hmm. times because. Um, because the the you know there's new 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 process new mm -hmm. business processes there are new people mm -hmm. um, there's pandemics yeah yeah <laughs> there are all different reasons so mm -hmm. so that's one thing that a company should do to to uh, mitigate what what money they leave on the table mm -hmm. but still we're talking about this is something that may uh, you know maybe three four percent of of a company's profit mm -hmm. may leak out. Right. Um, the first time you do one of these mm -hmm. um, waterfall um, exercises, mm -hmm. and from then it's it's like a percent, a percent mm -hmm. and a half. Right. Um, so it's not the the um, the kind of doubling of prices mm -hmm. that you can get um, when you really understand um, the, the the willingness to pay mm -hmm. and the reasons for mm -hmm. buying that you have in right. your marketplace. Right. So yeah, and that comes in knowing who your target market is your mm -hmm. avatar your whatever the heck we yeah. want to call it yeah. and truly knowing them you know knowing yeah. you know not just hey it's a 55 year old man mm -hmm. you know okay what are his what first of all what's his income yeah. um you know uh, what are his likes what are his dislikes mm -hmm. i mean knowing mm -hmm. as much about them as possible mm -hmm. before you actually go to to try and and start doing the the pricing yeah. and 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 why does I mean? Is it so that that fifty-five-year-old man mm -hmm. is a better target than a, than a, than a, a let's say is a fifty-five-year-old man with an interest in woodworking? Mm 
mm-hmm. you know and he has a certain willingness to pay for this device you want right. mm-hmm. to buy but it could be that a 45 year old man mm-hmm. um with an interest in gardening mm-hmm. have a higher willingness to pay mm-hmm. right for the same product right right mm-hmm. Um, and it could be a product that is is related to woodworking mm-hmm. or related to gardening or neither, you know. Mm-hmm. But you need to know that, right? right. And let me give you a, a, tell you another story, which is sort of interesting on this. I think is interesting, at least. We worked with a, a university that is, is on their fee structure. Mm-hmm. That is, it's a um, it's one of the Catholic universities, mm-hmm. and Catholicism is declining in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Right in general, right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so so. But this university, they saw their their potential for for business going down, mm-hmm. um, and but they also said that there's a lot of immigrants coming from from uh, Middle and South America that are right. uh, Catholics. You yeah, know? they're very devout, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and and so so they had tried to do um, um, education in Spanish. They mm-hmm. um, have tried to do very um uh, generous um what do you call it um grants and stuff like that scholarships for, for, mm-hmm. yes for, mm-hmm. yeah, for 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 these people and it completely failed hmm. right so what we did this the, the 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 you know we went out to their marketplace and we found that there was actually a portion of of latinos mm-hmm. right um, if that's the right word to use, I'm not sure. Um, that um, that actually had a much higher willingness to pay, mm-hmm. and we found the 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 um, we found that there's about three million households, three and a mm-hmm. half million households in the U.S., mm-hmm. which are run by second or third generation, mm-hmm. right? right? That speaks English, mm-hmm. right? Um, they want the children to have a um, a highly uh, Catholic um, mm-hmm. university experience, right. Mm-hmm. right? And they're willing to pay fifty grand a year for it. Wow! Yes, as opposed to so, trying to go after the people that you you have to offer scholarships to, or they yeah. can't come at all. That's right. And mm-hmm. so, and and the three million, whatever, three and a half million households, mm-hmm. we we know where they um, where they want to learn about mm-hmm. um, education. Mm-hmm. Uh, with university education, what drives them to buy? You know what what news sources they they mm-hmm. like, what marketing messages mm-hmm. they want, and this for for this university, those three and a half million households, is 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 money in the bank for the next next twenty five years, right? Because they're going to have children, and so yeah, on and exactly, so on. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and and. But but they had really tried using their gut feel mm-hmm. on on what a mm-hmm. what a potential um, uh, Catholic. They saw the big number and they went for the big number. Yeah, I mean that's the Chinese sneakers syndrome, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. But but right. instead, it was focusing on this very very specific target. Right. You know, and and when I talk to people about their target market, and I say, you know, you need to niche down. And get it as as close as possible. You know, one of the first things they say is, "But but 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 what about those other people?" And I tell them, "Those other people are very nice other people. But if they're yeah. not going to buy from you, or at least refer to you, 
then why are you bothering to communicate with them? And it's the same thing with pricing. You know, if someone isn't going to pay that price low Mm -hmm. or high or in the middle, I mean, you know, whatever it is, then don't bother with them, you know, and, and it's not a negative against them. You know, no. I, I, I look at say, you know, and, and you, you uh, used a lot of examples in your book about cars, Yeah. you know, Mercedes Benz, Lamborghinis, I mean, the high end type of vehicles are not going to be advertising on say Saturday morning c- cartoons. Yeah. That's not who's going That's to not, buy their no, exactly, cars. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, the reason I'm d- using cars and I'm saying that in the book uh, as I, is because a lot of the statistics are public information, mm-hmm. right? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I could have I could have used something else. I mean, lawn mover mowers mm-hmm. or, or 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 or. But we can all know. relate. Toyota Benz. Yeah. Okay, yeah. there's a difference, yeah. right? <laughs> but but uh, but I need to be also be able to 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 have um, true information mm-hmm. that is not my customer's information to mm-hmm. to 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 use you know mm-hmm. um and but but you're absolutely right you know it it's and and focus if you think about focus mm-hmm. focus is about saying no mm-hmm. right right <laughs> i mean you, you sometimes see these folks that i'm going to focus on the entire market well right no <laughs> <laughs> that is not focus mm-hmm. and it's hard to say no it's really hard right, because we assume we're turning away business. Yes. But if they wouldn't have done business with us in the first place, we're not turning it away. No, exactly. Yeah. And 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 um, also a lot about pricing is I mentioned profits and cash, mm-hmm. right? Um, you want to focus on the profile of your customer mm-hmm. that has the highest willingness to pay. Mm-hmm. Again, like, like this um, college story, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, they, 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 they see how, um, they, how they could focus on, on, on a very small niche mm-hmm. that had a very high willingness to pay right. for the specific mm-hmm. differentiator of this particular mm-hmm. university, right. which, which was that, yeah, they did good, um, good education, mm-hmm. but specifically, um, education in a Catholic environment, mm-hmm. Right. right. Which is not for everybody. No, no. You know, and if they're still wanting to serve that other market, there are ways they could do that. They could have free online webinars or, yeah. you know, something. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I tell people, you know, you've got a book that you mm-hmm. want, you know, you have a book that you yeah. want people to, to buy. Yeah. You can do a smaller version of it or the first chapter or something. Yeah. As an ebook, um, yeah. you know, and and uh, there's there's a lot of ways where you can still be providing your service, your information, whatever, uh, to to people. But mm-hmm. then you know, you're you're paying clients, or you're paying clients. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But and and sort of on that note, if you like, the the um, I'm I'm working on a guide to um, to pricing power. Mm. Which is obviously a very condensed version of mm-hmm. some of the key items that we we right. discussed mm-hmm. here today, and 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 I, of, 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 I mean the book is much more um, expanded, and I mm-hmm. I also um, I also have a masterclass, mm-hmm. um, which is nineteen video episodes, wow. um, mm-hmm. uh, four and a half hour of content mm-hmm. um, that is available to buy, you know. Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time developing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I bet. Money mm-hmm. for it, you know. Um, and and um, uh, and I have a guide for um, how to increase prices. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, this is also I, you know, most of 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 my clients are are CEOs, mm-hmm. right? Right. And and um, they 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 come to me, and this is the story I hear over and over again. They say, "I have not dared to increase prices mm-hmm. a, a cent for the last seven years." Mm-hmm. We'll <laughs> lose customers. We not only we will lose customers, we will lose all our customers. Mm-hmm. You know, and and we will go we will go bankrupt. Mm-hmm. You know, if I only increase price one percent, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> That's not you'll happen. lose some, but if you do it Maybe. the right way, you'll gain even more. Yeah, you can gain. You can gain, or you have most of the most. Mm-hmm. But when we talk about small price increases, like three, five percent, or, mm-hmm. or in that kind of range, um, I mean, I, I speak to the CEO, and he just talk about just increase prices and see what happens. And 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 then we spoke. I speak to him later, you know, a couple of months later, and they said nobody noticed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just paid. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And 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 but of course you do want to if you want to have if you really want to take your company to to the next level, you should um you should really have that understanding mm-hmm. of willingness to pay and customer segmentation based on willingness to pay and so mm-hmm. forth. And and um I have another example here, you know. Um a SaaS company, they um uh, first, first we worked with them. We said you can increase prices with an average forty-one percent. They had um, at the time seventeen thousand customers, mm-hmm. um, so they increased price on the average forty-one percent. Mm-hmm. Um, the CEO got one angry phone call and two angry emails. So three out of seventeen thousand. Well, and nobody, nobody canceled. Ah, so he Notice. he appeased those three, yeah, and, and that was it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, then the following year we said, "Well, why don't you why don't you double your prices?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this time, uh, I think they lost three or four customers. Mm-hmm. You know, but again, those were probably the <clears throat> bottom feeders. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, th- this was about six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and the company was just north of ten million. Mm-hmm. Um, it is now um, about hundred twenty million. Eh, just a, just a slight increase. Yeah. Why? Because they've taken the additional cash they got from the price increases mm-hmm. and poured back into the right. company. So they bought more equipment, more employees, all yeah. of those various things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and. And and more marketing, more salespeople, you know, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Too. So they became more competitive. Mm-hmm. You know, they could better serve their market, mm-hmm. right? Right. And that's how it works. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. You know, one of the things you talked about in your book is, you know, when you're raising price, like you said, sometimes they don't notice. But yeah. you know, it if you communicate to folks and say, mm-hmm. "Here's why." Mm-hmm. Then usually they're okay with it, um, yes. you know. And, and and I'm actually I'm thinking about big oil right now, right? You know, yes. right in the middle of the of the the well, we're not in the middle of the pandemic, but all sorts of things are making gas. You're in L.A. I don't yeah. know what you're paying for gas, but it's it's a lot more than what I'm paying. But it's it's over yeah. four dollars a gallon everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And you know the problem is that the oil companies are saying, oh gosh. We had to raise our prices because, and they give the litany of you know yeah. war, supply, da yeah. da 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 da. 
But then you also see they're making record high profits. Yes. And so that, you know, now it is a commodity. So people are still going to buy it. They might decrease a little bit, but you know, you don't want to anger people is is what I'm trying to get at. And so, you know, if you're raising your price, you know, just tell them why and, and be honest about it and, and have it be truthful. Yeah. I, 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 there is something that I, I strongly, strongly believe in, and that is that there there, need, there needs to be ethics in pricing, mm-hmm. and and I do think that they and don't charge company, more just because people will pay for it. Well, oh, uh, well maybe. <laughs> well, may, well, no, there that's needs not to be an ethical reason. thing, right? No, it's not an ethical mm-hmm. thing, and 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 I know at one point, for example, I I said no to a company. Uh, they wanted our help because they had some kind of medical device that would. Um, increase the outcome of somebody have a heart attack right. and they wanted to maximize profits. An and example said, is how much people, how much they've been charging uh, for insulin. You yes. Know, you know, it's, and yeah, I mean, that, that gets pretty shady. Yeah. And, 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 um, and so, so I think that the oil companies today are, 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 um, have crossed the line to, um, to unethical pricing, mm-hmm. you know? Because they, they, because, hey, hey they're all public, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. So we can so all see that. those numbers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can get those numbers and, 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 and hiding behind the, um, the, you know, the fact that the hiding behind the fact mm-hmm. of, of, um, supply chain issues and the war in Ukraine and all different things, you mm-hmm. know, is, um, just completely, uh, take away their credibility if they had any in, right. in the first place, you know, and, and, um, and, but it's also as a company, um, you, you, you're not supposed to, well, I mean, you, in a way you are supposed to, but, but as, as a company, you, you take whatever opportunity you have to increase your profitability. Right. I mean, you know, there is this thing called capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, it also, um, but if you look at certainly the the the, the younger generation, mm-hmm. um, they look at they making their buying decisions mm-hmm. highly depending. I mean, on 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 the, on the sort of the social mm-hmm. aspect. Right. Oh yeah. Of, what of are you company, giving you know? back to the community? Yeah. Are you you know environmentally friendly? All of those various things. And of course, what's happening in the in you know for gas is that a lot of you know. A lot of the millennials and Gen Cs and stuff like that—they don't even get a driving license, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they say, "Why should I?" You know, yeah. why should I support these guys? Mm-hmm. You know, they—they—they they, they have ethics that doesn't match with my ethics. Mm-hmm. You know, so well, um, and it'll be interesting to see on the the electric cars because yes. right now they're priced out of where most people, you know, that that where the average person could buy them, and there's other things, you know. Mm-hmm. Where do you recharge? All those various things, but yeah. but yeah, I mean that was obviously one of the big things. People went, "Oh, this is great!" And then they went, "Wait a minute, the batteries cause horrible things when you dispose of them." So maybe yeah. you know, and and so you know, yeah, it's um, people look at at those things. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and and actually, although I'm an old fart, you know, I I, I do the same thing. You know, mm-hmm. I I do make a lot of mm-hmm. um, uh, a lot of my buying decisions are are based on 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 the ethics of a company. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we go to gas now, um, for example, um, we're one car family. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I work from home. My my mm-hmm. wife work from home, and right. 
Why do we need two? Mm-hmm. You know, we need, uh, does it clash? Um, sometimes, but not very much, you know? <sighs> I mean, if, there's Uber, there's Lyft, yeah, I mean, there's exactly, cabs, yeah. <laughs> all yeah. sorts of things. Yeah, exactly. And and and, um, but 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 it's also a um, it's a it's also a, a, a choice of using less resources, not only oil and gas mm-hmm. and stuff like right. that. But, mm-hmm. but um, anyway, yeah, it's. So. And and people really do, you know, they they look at all of those things. And and again, it's you know, if you're saying, okay, mm-hmm. you give X percent back to the environment, or yeah. you know, we we recycle all of those things, it, it does need to be truthful. Um, oh yeah, you know, look at Tom. I, I mean, Tom Tom's shoes. You know, mm-hmm. for every every shoe you buy from Tom's mm-hmm. shoes, they give some some right. some shoe to. <laughs> The developer, developing right. world, you know. Yeah, Bomba socks, no. same thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's not the same shoe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is not the fancy shoe. It is no. your basic shoe. Yeah. Same with yeah. same with the socks. It's a black yeah. sock. You know, one size fits all. I mean, this is yeah. not complicated. No, um, no, it's not. But and and I and I th- this is going just going to be more and more important. And mm-hmm. and from a pricing perspective, it then. Again, it, it becomes so important to know uh, from from the seller's point of view, um, is this important for, for the client? Does mm-hmm. it affect their willingness to pay? Right. And so how much? And mm-hmm. what is the true target here? And what mm-hmm. do they want to hear in terms of messages mm-hmm. and so forth? Um, so so you can be as because you you still have to be a profitable company. Mm-hmm. Right. You yeah. Know. Even nonprofits make yeah. money. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, they you do. You have bills you have to pay. I mean, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And and um and 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 it's it's that's very basic stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. That that uh, you you can never ever forget that at mm-hmm. the end of the day you have to make a profit. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and if you if you don't make a profit, eventually you will run out of cash, mm-hmm. either cash of operate from operations, mm-hmm. or cash from investors. Mm-hmm. And and obviously we have some some um, outliers. I mean, mm-hmm. Amazon is an outlier because mm-hmm. um, they could operate unprofitably for I think thirteen years. They got a lot of money in the bank. They mm-hmm. got a, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but look at Amazon today. Mm-hmm. The resulting profits are like. Um, a percent and a half of 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 revenue. Mm-hmm. Right, that's not very much. Right, we have yeah. Elon Musk's companies mm-hmm. who continue; they all lose money. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as I know, at least, mm-hmm. um, and and they are being supported by investors. Mm-hmm. Right, in the hope that at one point, mm-hmm. um, they 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 either going to become profitable mm-hmm. or that he he's going to be able to sell these companies. Mm-hmm. Or investors are going to be right. able to sell mm-hmm. these companies and recoup all the stuff mm-hmm. they invested. Right. You know? Yeah, there's there's a, an online platform that I do for networking. It's called Lunch Club. Yes, and it's free to join. Yep. There's no advertising. It is yep. not in any way monetized. Yep. Um, you know, and 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 the nice thing is there's really there's there's starting to get a little bit of advertising, but it's you can skip over it. I mean, it's really easy to to not have it, and you know, I researched it because I'm thinking, mm-hmm. what the heck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and 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 it, they are entirely funded by venture capitalists. Yeah, that's that's where it's come in. 
And I know, you know, I'm, I'm a smart enough cookie to know that what they are looking at is being bought out by yeah. somebody else. Yeah, okay. um, I'm, you know, I'm And my assumption well. is based on the way they've set this up, and this is purely anecdotal. I have absolutely nothing besides my gut to, yeah. to think about this. I think they're aiming for like Microsoft to buy it to incorporate with LinkedIn because yeah. it would make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and but, but yeah, they're they're hemorrhaging money. But they know or hope that they will be bought out and at yep. least be able to bring them back to, to zero. Hopefully, yeah, they'll make um, profit. I mean, that's the, the thing. Yeah, and I've been on Lunch Club for a couple of years, mm-hmm. actually. And and um, the it could actually be that they sell your, your information, you know. They could, yeah, because you put in some some basic demographics, yeah. um, you know, and, and well, some if things you like use that. Their vi- if you use their video platform, mm-hmm. Maybe it's all recorded and transcribed and sold. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, you don't know. Um, uh, you know, you have because I, I clicked okay on the on the on the terms and conditions. You know, mm-hmm. like everybody else. Yeah. You know, yeah. I didn't read the forty-page document. Same thing with all the social media platforms. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, exactly. yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, you you brought something up earlier, and and I'd actually made a note to talk about it, and uh-huh. so I want to go a little bit more about it, and that's discounts. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and and you mentioned, you know, somebody who gets something when they buy a thousand then expects the same price at a hundred. Mm-hmm. So you've got a, a tricky thing there, but just in general, you know, uh, well, but but I I I only paid X last time. How come you're charging me more this time? Mm-hmm. But as you point out in your book, discounts aren't bad. You just no. have to think about how you use them. Yeah, well, there there's a couple of things with discounts and I <laughs> um I, I I see these companies. Well, first of all, we we in in the methodology that that uh, that I developed way back when and that we're still using, um, we have a way of measuring how price and um, like I said, how how price affects sales and revenue. Mm-hmm. But we can also measure how discounts affect sales volume mm-hmm. and revenue. Right. And 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 the um, the first thing that is sort of interesting is that. After making hundreds of these measurements, we know that a discount steeper than 20 to 25% is not going to lead to more sales, right? Mm. It's just going to leave money on the table, mm-hmm. right? Um, also, a discount below, you know, less than, than 10 to 15% is mm-hmm. not going to be effective. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and then I'm getting from a, you know, from a, uh, Prior client here, I getting a whole flurry of of Memorial Day discounts for right. our uh-huh. product, you know. Oh they, yeah, we always give, get mm-hmm. where they give away President's 45%. Day sale. Yeah, all of those, mm-hmm. and they give away forty five percent. Right? They they just leave money on the table, mm-hmm. you know. And 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 if you're discounting too much, you know, we said that price. Uh, um, if you have low price, um, too low price. Mm-hmm. Buyers is not going to buy because the price itself means a um, uh, sets an expectation of inferior quality. Right, mm-hmm. and this has been proven again and again. There's mm-hmm. an academic field called uh, behavioral economics, mm-hmm. and one of the things they they that's been proven again uh, multiple times is that to to cure your headache, you know, a five cent aspirin is not nearly as effective as a fifty cent aspirin. You know? Right. <laughs> aspirin's aspirin. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but the price makes a difference. You set it mm-hmm. sets an expectation of mm-hmm. the benefit, mm-hmm. and um, 
not only and uh, and and so so a too high discounts also sets an expectation. They said, mm-hmm. you know, if I, I if I see a, a, a too high um, discount, I said there must be something wrong with right. this product. Mm-hmm. Are they, they getting rid of it? it. Mm-hmm. They they getting rid of it, or this is it end of life? And when mm-hmm. I um, when it shows up and it doesn't work, is mm-hmm. the company going to be gone? You know, mm-hmm. um, is so so we we'll have to be very careful with discounts. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's this other thing called price walls, and we haven't talked about mm-hmm. that at all. But these are psychological price points where small price changes makes mm-hmm. for a very considerable change in, in volume. Um, and and what you want to do with your discounts is that you want to set a price to maximize the perception of value. Ah. Then you want to discount mm-hmm. So that you are just on the right side of one of these mm-hmm. price walls, mm-hmm. right? And to do this, you need the data. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, but it also it also means that you then have the price that sets the expectation of value, and the lower price of a discount that increase willingness to buy. Mm-hmm. That's how you need to do it, mm-hmm. right? Um, and uh, because a, a discounted price and a low price is not the same thing. Correct. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 um, with with, I mean, there there is on this, um, there there is a sort of rule of thumb in 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 retailing, right? Saying that if your store, um, your your store um, brand. Cannot be cheap, more lower in price than fifteen percent below the main brand, because mm-hmm. then it won't sell. Right? Yeah, because, because then it's say, too cheap. It's too cheap, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Right. And um, and 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 so so, but discounts are should be used, mm-hmm. uh, but they should not be used indiscriminately. You know. Right. So. You know, and and they're weird. You know, be, like I always you know say, you go into a store and it's buy one get one free. Yeah. Well, I only need one, so how come you just don't mark that one off fifty yeah, <laughs> percent? You know, of course, they don't do that because they're they're probably doing it to clear inventory, you know, and and all sorts of things. But but yeah, it's like oh, but but then I also think in many cases I'm going to go or you know the consumer. Well, I don't need to, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to buy them at all. So would it have been better just to discount than to to do things? And that's you know that's where you as you said you have to test all of these things. Well, no, you, well, you don't, you can test it, but testing is, and let me think, if you think about this, um, testing, you can test, but it's, it's a, say that you, you're going to test six different customer profiles. Mm-hmm. You're going to test uh, six different features or benefits. Mm-hmm. You're going to test uh, three different um, um marketing channels with six different messages. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to test um, uh, three different sales channels with um, three different sales methodologies, mm-hmm. right? And then you're going to test six different prices mm-hmm. that are um, uh, discriminated six different ways. Mm-hmm. And you end up with 15,000 combinations. Right. And everybody just went, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so instead, what companies do typically is that they they test a couple of marketing messages mm-hmm. independently, mm-hmm. then they they test a couple of prices independently, mm-hmm. and which is why this is almost if the, unless they're really lucky, this is just inconclusive. Right. Mm-hmm. 
And and what I'm saying that in 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 the methodology that that we use, um, a company get the answers to all of this, mm-hmm. all of it, mm-hmm. in 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 a matter of a few weeks, mm-hmm. right? Right. Instead of testing fifteen thousand things, right. you know. And it really doesn't matter what industry you're in, what no. size business you are. I mean, yeah, it's a little bit more complicated if you are the person, you know. That's say the you know the 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 lawn service provider who's you know I mean, but but you can still you know basically figure a lot of this out. Um, well, um, you can get close, mm-hmm. right? Um, but uh, but it's 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 still. Um, I think in in all the. Um, all the projects that we've done, um, and and the um, the thousands of products and services that we've um, that we've um, measured, um, the the a company has been right on with prices, mm-hmm. uh, maybe for a dozen products mm-hmm. out of three thousand. Right. Okay. Um, so and some get it's completely wrong that, that we discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, many are, uh, you know, they're 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 within range. Mm-hmm. But again, um, making tweaks to prices to add um, 10, 15 percent revenue, mm-hmm. you know, that are all profit. Right. Okay. This is what we're talking about in in real life, mm-hmm. and and. It's interesting. We we haven't talked about this either. The the um, if you look at um, public companies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, on the average, a one percent increase in um, um, I should say a one percent increase decrease in cost um, leads to a on again on the average a um, a five and a half percent increase in profitability. Wow! Um, and one percent increase in sales mm-hmm. gives an average three and a half percent increase in profitability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But a um, a one percent increase in price mm-hmm. or decrease in um, in discounting mm-hmm. leads to an eleven point three percent change in in profitability. Right. And profits are good. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, uh, and, and I think it's important to note that it's it's the percentages, not the amounts that we should be yeah. looking at. So whether it's five dollars, five hundred, five thousand, it's the percentage that, yeah. that you're looking at. Yeah. And think about this, the 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 lot of companies are using cost-based price pricing, mm-hmm. right? So say you have a a, a, a price that is a, a product that costs them 50 bucks, mm-hmm. right? And they double that, so they the price is a hundred. Right. So they make fifty. Seems bucks. to make sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they they make fifty bucks in profits mm-hmm. or margin, I should say. And then for whatever reason, they manage to reduce the cost to forty. Mm-hmm. Means that the price now suddenly is eighty bucks, mm-hmm. and they just lost ten ten dollars in in right. margin. Mm-hmm. You know, because the margin is now forty bucks, mm-hmm. not fifty. Right? right. Yeah. The, the it's math. fine to reduce mm-hmm. the cost, but have the price be the same. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you know. Well, oh my gosh, Pear, this is this really is very fascinating, and I and I'd love to have you on again 
because you. I think we need to talk about, especially the the, the small guys. Mm-hmm. You know, how do they determine? You know what it is that that they're doing because a lot of them they're just not going to have the data. You know no. they don't have the the capability to do that. So I'd love to to talk about that some more. Yeah, um, but but yeah, you know, so we'll we'll definitely have you on again. But in the meantime, how do people find you and and work with you? Well, um, I obviously my company have a website and I got mm-hmm. a weird name, so it's um, it's showforce.com, S J O F O R S dot com. Um, you can find me by doing a Google search on the mm-hmm. Price Whisper. Um, you can uh, find the specifics on my book mm-hmm. by uh, uh, typing in Price Whisper book or um, pricewhisper.me for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there are many ways. And then just do a Google search on the Price Whisper and I show up. Cool. Cool. <laughs> you know? You know, and and the services that you provide, you you talked about. You've got um, the the you know a, an online course. You've also yeah. got um, several. You work obviously with individual companies going in and consulting yeah. with them. Yes, um, it's it's not so much consulting is that we what we do is that we go out and we define all the stuff that we did t- talked about here. Okay. Um, define uh, willingness to pay in a marketplace, define the most desirable customer, mm-hmm. defines the the product or service features they should push, define how they should um, how they should market, define mm-hmm. how they should set up their sales and define their price list mm-hmm. and their pricing strategy. Right. And and we um but we don't really consult in the way that we we leave um, this up to the company to actually right. you don't say it should be a 1.2 percent increase <laughs> well we do actually but um but it's up to the company to right if they're going to do it or not, or not. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and but i do know that uh most of our clients implement most of our advice mm-hmm. you know right um the few does all of them mm-hmm. um few does none of them mm-hmm. but uh um, why that is, I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah you know, yeah, it, it didn't match there. Well, my gut feeling is. <laughs> oh, I've heard that before. <laughs> I've heard that. But actually, what I what we typically hear is, oh, this was good to know because I had a hunch. Mm-hmm. And then they also say, but I had no idea about this. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I love it. I love it. Yeah. So. Well, oh my gosh, Perry, this yeah. this really mm-hmm. has been fascinating, and I can't wait until we talk again because All right. you know there's it's 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 a big book. There's a lot of information in there. I mean, there's we just barely scratched the surface. Yep. So until then, do you have any final thoughts that you want to leave everyone with? Um. Well, I I think you want to think about pricing as a lot more important than than most people think it is. This is. Um, you need to work actively with pricing. It's not a set and forget. And um, and and I talked about the importance of pricing from that one perspective. Uh, perspective, you know, look at what one percent increase price would make in terms of profitability for your company, right? In terms of margin, gross margin for your company. And then I have something I call the one percent challenge. And the 1% challenge is tremendously easy. It is, have you ever failed to change anything 1%? Of course not. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and you start looking at, if you're like an average company, you start looking at how can I take 5% price 
and I've like an average company, your profitability has gone up with 50%. Mm -hmm. right? How can I take 10% price? What do I have to do and mm -hmm. double my profitability? Mm -hmm. That's how you need to think about pricing. I for love any company, it. For mm -hmm. any company, whether right. you're a solopreneur. Any company. Mm -hmm. Whether you're a solopreneur mm -hmm. or whether, you, you, um, whether you're a Fortune 50 company. Mm -hmm. Same thing. I love it. Well, Pear, this has been absolutely fascinating. And as I said, I can't wait to do it again. I've been talking with Pear Chauffeurs. I'm Deb Creer. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Thank you so much, Deb, for having me. And this has been a great conversation. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>